the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And now, here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. The program is dedicated to protecting preserving and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Friends, it's great to be with you today, and I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. Of course, it's always great to get together with you for these few moments we have every week, and I've been especially looking forward to this show. We have great guests on our show for you today, and we'll get right into it. Of course, as, you know, I don't need to tell you, uh, elections are not too far away now that we're into the summer in fact, the primaries, the all-important primary elections, are going to be in August. And we have, we, so in keeping as we have all the way back since 1998, the 1998 elections, the Roger Franklin Williams Show will devote most of our programs here through, through the first Tuesday in December, uh, November to bringing you candidates, candidate interviews, our Roger Franklin Williams Show election 2022 series. We have a great candidate we'll speak to in just a moment, Mr. Drake Wirtz. He's a candidate for the Florida House of Representatives, and we'll hear more about from him in just a moment. First of all, of course, I want to let you know that our program is sponsored by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. Christner's, of course, is where you'll find prime cuts of beef and cold water Australian lobster served in an atmosphere of old school elegance and sophistication. Tell you a little bit more about them a little bit later in the show. But right now, let's go to Drake Wirtz, candidate for Florida House of Representatives. Drake, thank you for joining us. Hey, thank you so much. I appreciate being on here with you, Roger. Uh, I'm blessed and grateful. It's it's certainly an exciting time uh, in our nation. You know, it's a, a you know turbulent time. Uh, you know, in, in some instances, but here uh, here in the beautiful free state of Florida. Uh, we are gearing up and ramping up. We are hot and heavy in the middle of election season right now, especially these primaries. And speaking of that, um, why can you just share with us what led you, what motivated you uh, to want to seek this position? Because I know from firsthand experience that you know it's a grueling process. It's a, a major, major life decision. Uh, you're a young man with a with a family. Uh, you know why? Why are you doing this? Yeah, you know, really for me, Roger, this. This is an assignment from God. It's just, you know, nobody, a lot of people don't really wake up and they and they say, ah, oh, you know what, I, I want to spend uh, uh, any and all of my free time uh, walking the Florida heat, knocking knocking doors, and, and, and spending all, all of this time and money and resources away from my family. This, this is definitely an assignment from God. And, and I tell you what, you know, what really led to it, Roger, back in 2020, I, I think, you know, if we didn't realize beforehand, we realized then how how important a good local strong state representation is. Uh, you know, whenever we got into the Biden administration, we saw that you know that overreach of federal tyranny can be checked at the state level, and that's that's how it should be. That's how the founders of our nation framed it. Um, and and quite honestly, you know, one thing that's that's very near and dear to my heart uh, is you know, in Florida, a lot of ways is the beacon of freedom, but when it comes to abortion. We, you know, we are third in the in the nation for abortion, um, and you know, quite frankly, uh, our Republican representatives have, have not done what they can do, have not done all they can do to make sure that we're protecting life from conception. Um, and we still have constitutional carry that has not been signed or pushed forward. Meanwhile, twenty five other states have signed that into law. Uh, so again, it's really the the theme for twenty twenty two in the Florida primaries. It's it's the Patriots versus the establishment. Uh, it really is. It's the grassroots Patriots. There's a lot of us that are running, rolling up our sleeves, and getting some skin in the game. 
Uh, you know, we can sit at home and complain on Facebook all we like, but until you actually step up and you run for office, that's that's when you can really make a difference. No, it's great to um, you know, to have uh, young men like you with uh, those kinds of motivations. I'll just add a, a brief comment before the next question, and you know, it's gratifying to see. Uh, I would say almost a new generation of what what I call younger uh, candidates. You know, I you know, everybody's young to me these days, but. Um, <laughs> You know, it's kind of interesting when I was coming along and, you know, the, um, and some others back in the day, maybe 30 years ago, um, we were considered to be like the, you know, the radical uh, conservative types. And but now I see and then, you know, over the past 30 years, we've, I, we've witnessed as we witness every day, you know, the, the establishment type of you know, so-called Republic, the establishment Republicans. And, you know, their their I guess their lack of aggressiveness, if you will in confronting yeah. the, the agenda of the left. And uh, it's just gratifying to me to see people like you and Sabatini and, and others out there, uh, you know, on the front lines, uh, really taking up the battle. So, yeah, I appreciate that. You know, I'm, 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 I'm 37 years old. I, I, I'm married. We have three beautiful children. We, you know, we live in Altamont Springs in the heart of the district. We've been there for eight years. And, and so this is, this is where I'm planting my feet. This is where I'm, you know, going to spend the rest of my days on earth that, that God allows me to be here. Um, and, you know, this is, you know, as I said, it's an assignment from God, and uh, I'm running to be a missionary in the halls of government um, to push forth, you know, make sure that the, that the the Bible and the Constitution are the two documents that will guide us and guide our government. And it's not only for my children, but for my children's children and, and all those in my community. We want to make sure that we're, you know, we have a republic if we can keep it, and uh, we're called to be stewards of, of this, you know, this land that God's given us. And we're speaking with Drake Wirtz. He's a candidate for the Florida House of Representatives. Now, can you tell us a little uh, nuts and bolts about the district, specifically some of the geographical area um, and other dyna- any other dynamics about your specific political nuts and bolts you'd want the listeners to know? Yeah, absolutely. I'd be happy to. <laughs> you know, it's funny you were talking about, you know, when, when you were coming up, you were the, considered like the right wing, you know, quote unquote radicals. You know, Florida Politics uh, published an article the other day about, about my incumbent. They mentioned me being the right wing primary opponent. And, 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 you know, that's almost like a badge of honor. Yeah, nowadays. You know, definitely, maybe, definite that, badge of honor. Yes. And, and then, yeah, uh, and, and that maybe, maybe you're a Republican uh, that stands for something. That if means you you're do, a Republican that actually has principles. Yeah, who knows? Maybe if you do a real good job, they might also label you as a Christian fundamentalist. Hey, how about it? <laughs> I'll take it. But, you know, a little bit about the district. Obviously, it's a redistricting year. So everybody's district members have changed. We, You know, there was a lot a lot of go, going on in the, in the state legislature as far as the congressional maps. Um, but here in the state house level, I am in the new House District 38. Um southern part of Central County, so uh, it encompasses, obviously, my hometown, Altamont Springs, as well as the Seminole County portions of Maitland and Winter Park, um, and then it bends over into Castleberry, a little bit of unincorporated Longwood, uh, and then it takes in Fern Park and Winter Springs as well. So uh, it is 100% within Seminole County, though. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of the, the nuts and bolts of the geographical area of my district. You know, I do want to just point out, because um, one of the things I learned back in the days when I was a candidate, many voters, especially many conservative Republican voters or, you know, God, family, country, um, cultural conservative voters that you know, fall in this category as well, all stripes of voters. When they mm-hmm. think of elections, they think of, of uh, you know, Election Day, uh, the first Tuesday in November. Yeah. And a lot of people don't really think, well, gee, the primary, uh, there's a primary out there. And, and actually, you know, the from my perspective, the primaries are oftentimes more uh, important or just as important, if not more important, than the actual general election. So, um, you know, I just want to point out that you actually will be in a primary, uh, and that yeah. election day is, is August the 23rd. So I can let you elaborate more on that if you want to, but but and you don't need to, but I just wanted to point out that, um, you know, um, for those that might be inclined to want to support you, uh, you know, your election, uh, your crucial election is not on in November, it's in, in August. Yeah, absolutely. The primaries are huge. Uh, and Florida is, you know, what they call a closed primary state. So if you're in the, uh, registered as an independent or an MPA, you, you do need to be registered to one party or the other to participate in the primary elections. And, and you know, I think here in 2022, especially with, with the, um, uh, you know, with how, how much has happened within the political 
atmosphere over the past couple of years, I'm I'm predicting there's going to be a huge turnout for the for the midterms here for the <clears throat> for the primaries. Uh, historically, there's not a large turnout for the primaries. I think people, as you said, they're going to get the importance and the brevity of how in your primary elections. You know the way I like to look at it, and people can complain about Florida being a the quote-unquote two-party system, and, hey, I can certainly, you know, empathize with that. Um, you know, you don't have to be on board for the whole whole enchilada of the Republican Party. I, I certainly <laughs> am not at times. Uh, but, you know, you do have to be able – the thing that I like to put it in is you get to pick your starting team. Pick your starting team going into that going into that November election, uh, going, in, you know, to where we're going up against it. I'm with you. You know, are you know? For me, in my race, before, and I'll say it again, I am the only constitutional conservative, true constitutional conservative, that's running in the Republican primary. Uh, so I am going to be, you know, garnering more conservative vote. Um, and so, if that's what the people of this district want, representing them in Tallahassee, uh, then Lord willing, I'll be there. Wilson, we'll appreciate um, you you joining us today and sharing a little bit about yourself and your candidacy with our with our listeners. Absolutely. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, again, it's an honor for me. Uh, hey, is it okay if I give my website to info for folks? Yes, yes. Absolutely. So, folks, uh, you can go to votedrake.com. If you live in south, uh, the southern part of Seminole County, I'd be honored to earn your vote. Uh, we're out each and every single week knocking on doors, meeting voters, hearing what the needs are of the constituents. Uh, my personal cell phone is on my website. I am going up against an establishment incumbent, uh, Representative David Smith, Decent man, but again, he has been muddied up by the Tallahassee swamp. He's against constitutional carry. He's against the abolition of abortion. Uh, and on top of that, he voted to take away uh, dollars out of homeowners' pockets uh, by bending and bowing to the utility companies and the woke lobbyists. But luckily, Governor DeSantis vetoed House Bill 741, which would have decimated the solar industry in Florida. So I look forward to being your guy on the inside uh, up in Tallahassee representing our Christian conservative values. Uh, and be in that fire that you need to stay out. God bless you all. Thank you so much for having me on the program. Thank you. Drake Wirtz, candidate for Florida House of Representatives in this district uh, is in, all of it is in Seminole County. Well, friends, we're going to go to a quick break. When we come back, we'll speak with another outstanding candidate, and that's Colonel Calvin Winbush. He's a candidate for United States Congress. Before we go to break, I want to give a shout out to our friend, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic and Burn Fat Orlando, and let you know that St. Germain Chiropractic and Dr. Patrick St. Germain have been voted best chiropractor now, once again, for 11 years in a row. We'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back to the 2022 election series on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Just heard from Drake Wirtz, candidate for Florida House of Representatives uh, in the Seminole County area. Just a moment, we're going to go to another outstanding candidate, and that is Colonel Cal Winbish, United States Army retired, who's a candidate for United States Congress. Before we go to Colonel Winbush, I want to, of course, let you know that program is supported by our friends up at Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair and let you know that now that we are not only into the heat of summer, but also into hurricane season, that Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair, the guys at Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair, have everything you'll need for all of your lawn and garden needs this summer. And they sell the best lawnmowers and power equipment products, outdoor power equipment products, in the business. You can find out more at apopkamower.com. That's apopkamower.com. Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. It's where they sell the best and they fix the rest. Please tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Now, we're very pleased and honored to have joining us today on the Roger Franklin Williams Show, Colonel Cal Winbish. United States Army retired, former Green Beret, currently candidate for the United States Congress. And Cal, thank you for joining us. It's great to speak with you. And is it okay if I refer to you as Cal? Yes, that's fine. It's Calvin, but I'm mostly Calvin. the gopher guy, Cal. 
Can you hear me okay? Yes, yes. Okay, yes. Yes, it's, uh, and it's uh, for District 10 here in Orange County, now that you know back in April when the governor put his uh, realignment together, Orange County, which was formerly Val Demings, who, by the way, incidentally decided to go against uh, Marco Rubio for the Senate, has uh, changed slightly. But you know what? I've always been taught to take the hand that is dealt to you and deal with it. And that's what I'm doing for Orange County, which now is uh, going from Apopka Island, which is further to the west, all the way east to Bithro, and uh, up to Maitland, uh, Winter Park, Azalea Park, Goldenrod, and everything in between over in Orange uh, Oak Ridge. And except for the Belle Isle, that's pretty much how the new Orange County has shaped out. And I'm just proud to have the opportunity to serve my country once again, this time not in uniform as I was as a serviceman, but now in, in a different suit uh, to go to the, the U.S. Congress to take on a squad, as my A-teams used to talk about. We're going to take down the squad with our A-team leadership. Sounds exciting. Yeah, and, and let me just add, you know, when you entered this race, as you said, the, the dynamics have changed rather dramatically now that, um, you know, Congresswoman Fowl Demings has now said that she's going to wants to run for the United States Senate and challenge Marco Rubio. But at the time that you, quote unquote, signed up for this assignment, volunteered for it, uh, you were, uh, you know, considered to be a, a, a you know, a, a tr- tremendous underdog. Um, Absolutely. Why? Why? You know, up against uh, you know an entrenched, uh, very entrenched, powerful uh, liberal Democrat politician. What led you to want to enter a race? You know, where the odds were so uh, solidly against you. Well, one of the things, um, and uh, my precursor is that I'm, I'm a Green Beret, and one of the things that uh, our motto is the Preso Libra, which means to liberate the oppressed. And when you learn to move, shoot, and communicate in combat, you got to be willing to go in a harm's way, even when others run away. And like the my friends who are all part of the special ops community, uh, we don't fear because the only thing to fear is fear itself. And you sometimes you have to strike into the heart of the jungle or the desert or wherever we may find ourselves. And I look at the jungle of what's happened in our country as an opportunity that if I'm willing to go into harm's way, even at the risk of people coming after me and saying things that are untrue, that they would try to undermine me, if I know I'm going for the right reason. And the right reasons are honorable. They are based on my integrity, my faith in God, and the belief that this country was made, a Judeo-Christian country like we are, for all people to have the chance to rise above their circumstances, despite and in spite of where we are and where we've been because it's the way forward that has to be. So I'm ready to, to go back into the fight, this time here on the, on the domestic side, to take out the domestic enemies that have pushed us into an inflation that is unbelievable. Well, our economy has gone out of whack. You can't even buy a gallon of milk for five bucks, and then you turn around and you get a dozen of eggs for about the same amount. And three years ago, it was not as good as it could have been, but it was a lot less than what it is now. And gasoline... We all know what's happening in our cars, and you have to be careful where you go and how far you go. How are you going to get to work and fill your tank and still go to the store and buy food to put on your table if everything is so inflated by the way in which has been mismanaged from the top of the hill, meaning Washington, D.C., and the White House, and down even to at our local level? We've got to stop the crazy mindset. And that's why I decided when I saw I was up against the wall, I said, you know what? I could break through this wall, or I'll climb over the wall. I have to dig under to get to the front where I can make a decision for the nation and for my constituents here. I'm willing to do it. We're, we appreciate your dedication and your patriotism, absolutely. Friends, you're listening to the Roger Frank and Williams Show, and right now we're speaking with Colonel Calvin Winbish, United States Army retired, former combat veteran of the United States Army, and... Green Beret, now currently candidate for United States Congress, the seat that's currently held by Congresswoman Val Demings. Can you elaborate a little bit more on just the the lay of the land, if you will, because, you know, I've heard you speak, uh, you know, heard you speak uh, earlier today at at the center-right coalition meeting, you know, the, 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 the great organization founded by our friend Grant Malloy, and 
you know, your, your passion is, 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 is very uh, inspirational. And, you know, the things that you address there are things that I'm concerned about, things that I know virtually everybody that listens to our show are concerned about, um, you know, not just the quote unquote political issues, but, you know, I guess the cultural issues. And, and, and I'd say the aggressiveness now um, by the hard left, um, you know, in government and, and in, in um, you know, essentially focusing on taking away the rights of citizens and using government power to do that. Can you can you talk about some of those um, some of that yeah. that scenario? Yeah, you know, a lot of it. When you hit the word cultural, and you know, a lot of people ask me where where are you from? Well, I'm I'm an old school kind of guy. My parents didn't have much. They were raised on a farm. Dad did efficient high school, joined the military and the navy, and mom and him got married and raised five of us. Never took a day of welfare. Worked his butt off for three jobs until he was well in his 60s, but he never gave up. He never gave in. He gave us the spirit to know that if you have the ability, if you've got two arms, two legs, two eyes, one mouth to listen and learn, when you think things are going wrong, you can turn it right because we have the power to choose to do nothing, choose to do something, and if we choose to do right or wrong, either way, you're going to have to deal with the consequences of your actions. So don't go around with what he used to refer to as the woe is me syndrome. Everything is bad. Because he would say, wait a minute, where's the will is me? Because that's what got him through all of the trials and tribulations of him. And he's now 97. My mother's 94. And they gave me that spirit in my heart. And when I see what people like Frederick Douglass, who I tell people in the spirit of Frederick Douglass, I am a conservative. I'm a Republican. He was willing even as a slave. To go in and help get thousands of blacks, or colors as we were called then, to join the Union Army so that we could break the chains of slavery. And he was very successful, as we all know, and you watch all the Civil War movies. But he created an attitude that went to the next generation. And there's Booker T. Washington, Martin Luther King, George Washington Carver, the Tuskegee Airmen. There's so many people that people of color on the black side can relate to or should relate to, but a lot of times they don't hear it or they choose not to listen to the fact, what is the spark that created the Underground Railroad? Got people to put their lives at risk every day for people they didn't even know because the principle of freedom was always there. And America is the land of the free and the home of the brave. And it takes people to get beyond that veil of fear to break through because I've always believed, and I'll say this to anyone in the world, the only thing that you can gain when you break through fear is freedom. And freedom takes courage and it takes faith. And people may deny you, but don't let it stop you. That has been my foundation. So when I saw how deep this community, this district was, when it was the district was arrayed the way it was before the redistricting, it didn't concern me. But I said, who is that is out there that's not being heard that I need to go out, walk the streets, knock on the doors, go to as many events as I could. I even showed up at gun shows, uh, you know, mainly to get the people to know who I am. In the course of three months and three weeks, back in by February, I had collected more than enough petitions to get on the ballot, which is I am now firmly on the ballot. I got uh, certified on this past uh, June 1st. Went up to Tallahassee, and I'm good to go on August the 23rd. So that took the effort to, to look beyond what was supposedly holding me back and believe that I could break through. And now people know who I am. It's resonating, as you heard today, and as I'm hearing every day that I'm out here walking the streets from one side of this new district to the other. Thank you for for sharing those insights, and um, and certainly thank you for sharing your your inspiration and and you know your your motive for leadership that you're exhibiting. Friends, we're speaking right now. You're listening to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. We're speaking with Colonel Calvin Winbish. He's United States Army retired, highly decorated combat veteran, former Green Beret, currently running for United States Congress as a Republican. He will be in a Republican primary on in the August primaries. The seat is currently held by Congresswoman Val Demings. Take a quick break, and um, you know, uh, Calvin, can you stick around with us for another uh, ten minutes or so? Sure, not a problem. Standing by. 
Okay. I'll, I'll actually be at parade rest until you call me back. Okay. Okay. Well, just you'll just hang on, hang on the line, and we'll be okay. back after this uh, uh, brief break. And but friends, before we go to the break, I want to, of course, re- let you know that Florida Door Solutions, the great people at Florida Door Solutions, support our program and they support all the programs you hear right here on the new AM nine fifty, FM ninety four point nine, The Answer, our mess and our messages of patriotism and support for our free enterprise system. Please remember, when you have garage door problems, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. Please stay with us. We'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Show. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Friends, it's great to have you joining us today. We are speaking with several candidates who will be on the ballot in this election season. In fact, all of the candidates we're speaking with today will be in the Republican primary held in August. And that, of course, race is not too far away. It's heating up both figuratively and literally. In a moment, we'll go back to Colonel Calvin Winbish, United States Army retired former Green Beret, currently candidate for United States Congress, the seat currently held by Congresswoman Val Demings. Also, of course, uh, today on today's program, we spoke with Drake Wirtz, who's the candidate for Florida House of Representatives, District 38, which is entirely in Seminole County. And a little bit later, we look forward to speaking with Bonnie Jackson, who's a candidate for the Florida House of Representatives in uh, the Winter Park, Maitland, in Orlando areas. Before we go back to Colonel Calvin Winbish, of course, I want to let you know about my friends over at Sheeler Auto Repair and let you know that if you or any of your friends or family need to find an auto repair shop, don't care for your car, truck, SUV, any vehicle you might own, with old school honesty, integrity, and dependability, I strongly encourage you to get over to see Demetrius and Odysseus Virgos at Sheeler Auto Repair. No job is too big or too small for those guys. You can trust the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair. In fact, it's where I take my car. I've been taking it there for over 20 years. They're located 1908 South Orange Blossom Trail, Apopka. And please tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Now back to candidate for United States Congress, Colonel Calvin Winbish, United States Army, retired. And uh, yeah, I think I'm going to need to call you Colonel Winbish, actually, <laughs> Calvin. <laughs> um, yeah, just because I have so much respect for your patriotism and, and, and what you've achieved. And, and now I would like to ask in what you've volunteered and sacrificed. Um, t- can you share a little bit about your military career, if you would like to, um, and, and starting with what led you to, uh, to, to, to serve, to want to serve in the United States military? Well, not having much when I grew up, I wanted to make sure that I could give back to a country that gave me an opportunity to choose to do right versus do wrong. And watching my parents and having some good mentoring along the way and watching some of my friends who did not make it because they chose to do things that got them in trouble or eventually ended their lives, I had that inner feeling that, okay, what is it that I can... I have the capability of doing. And one of the things my parents kept saying, stay in school, don't be a fool. If you get the education, even if it's not the most perfect education, take what is given and then build upon it. And I was inspired to serve after I had met several uh, World War II veterans when I was a young man. And in my inner city portion of Baltimore City, where I grew up, the, my community on the west side near community known as Druid Hill Park was so bad that even the Cub Scouts and the Boy Scouts didn't have tact. They created a group called Cadets of America, which became my first opportunity to realize that when my dad told me to obey, otherwise you will have to be disciplined in a, in a way that most kids don't like, and that is you spare the rod, you spoil the child. Uh, the Cadets of America gave me a chance to realize that I can actually be what I dreamed of being, and inspired me to one day 
uh, when I was able to go to college, which I went to Morgan State College in Baltimore Historical Black College. Now it's called Morgan State University. I enrolled in the ROTC, and that was the same time I got my draft card. Not to avoid the draft, I was ready to go, but I'd also had qualified to uh, make college uh, an option in my life. So I chose to take that route, went through the ROTC program, and graduated with as a distinguished uh, military uh, graduate and uh, got a two-year scholarship from the Army. Actually picked up uh, time to, to uh, get a, my first pilot wing because I always wanted to fly and uh, became uh, able eligible to go in the Army as a helicopter pilot someday. And the rest of it has been really a journey of life for a total of 33 years combined with active reserve and guard duty that uh, allowed me to realize, like, wow, if you open up one door, more can open. And that's what happened, and you do the right things right. People recognize your ability, your leadership, your managerial capability, and the transferable skills that the military gave me enabled me to transition from the active military at a point in my life to corporate America. Well, I've worked for several Fortune 100 companies, was in management and leadership and sales and marketing, logistics, and was able to even take it another step after getting my second master's degree in uh, teacher leadership and education to teach JROTC in high school. And then I was finding myself giving back to those very students who now needed what I got as an inspiration going uh, being younger. So that's a little quick synopsis of how and why I'm doing what I'm doing. And after serving in combat in Iraq and Afghanistan, Two tours in Iraq, one in Afghanistan. I am a Bronze Star recipient, helicopter pilot, Green Beret, and military intelligence officer. I've just got so much inside me, I don't know how to stop. And it looks like America needs help, and I want to join that great, I call it the A-team, that's going to pound the ground and make a difference for the constituents so that we can make America, I won't even say great again, I'm going to say let's make America greater than it's ever been because we have the potential, we have the resources, we really have the people, and I'm asking the people of Orange County to go to that VoteCal2022.org website. Look at what I'm saying on the air and look at what I'm saying in writing. But more importantly, believe. Give me your support. I'm on the ballot. I don't need petitions. I do need those who can contribute to my campaign so I can be able to get out there and pay the team that's going to help me win this election come August the 23rd. Well, thank you for your service. Coming for me personally, and I know speak for all of our listeners, thank you for putting your life on the line to protect my freedom and my security and our freedom and our security. And and this battle that you're embarking upon now, I'd say, is just as important. You know, it's the battles that you fought in Iraq and Afghanistan, and I commend you for, for doing it. Now, in, in the we've got maybe about four minutes remaining. And for instance, listening to the Roger Franklin Williams show, we're speaking with Colonel Calvin Winbish. United States Army retired, former Green Beret, combat decorated veteran of Iraq and Afghanistan, is currently candidate for the United States Congress, running for the seat held by Democrat, currently Val, Democrat Val Demings. And you know, Cal, you, you I really you got you know, really got my attention when you were speaking about some of the great inspirational African-American leaders and um, that sharing that historical perspective. Um, you know, it, I think you, know, you and I know, and virtually everybody who listens to our state to our show knows that, you know, for that over, you know, 90 African-Americans in general across the country vote dramatically uh, in favor of Democrats in presidential elections, well over 90 percent. And that that goes back generations. Um, what are do you feel that you are you are you making headway, you know, in um, the African, African-American community, um, you know, and, and how are you being accepted as as a African-American Republican? I would say I'm halfway there because the narrative has changed. Many people say the Republican Party changed. I say the narrative because of media and the strength of the media that allowed the narrative to shift at a time when we should have, be a, have been an awakened society of people. We allow people to change what was really being said by one of the greatest people that I 
have come to know was Martin Luther King when he gave his great speech there in Washington, D.C. I was a young teenager at the time, and it didn't resonate till years later what he was truly saying. I'm privileged to have uh, seen, and my, my wife has met uh, Alveda King, uh, who's a truly a wonderful American, um, the niece of Martin Luther King, and a lot of people say, well, Martin Luther King, what was he saying? He was saying exactly what he meant when he said that he saw the vision that one day all of God's children, because we are created in God's image, not in his color. I cannot undo what was, because if I am mixed blood, or other people are, but on the outside, the hue or the, the melon of your skin says that you classify in one group or the other. We are so busy on labeling everything and everybody that people who say they're black may not be 100% black, and you can't undo it. You can't pull out that, that heritage that you got is from another racial group. But Martin Luther King meant we were created in God's image, not in its color. And when someday when he was able to see black men and white men, boys and girls, Christians and Jews joining hands together and seeing what freedom is all about, we've lost what he was trying to say. And in my mind, and from what Alveda King tells me, Martin was truly a conservative, if not, you don't want to call him Republican, but he was speaking exactly what I'm trying to live out today in this next phase of my life. I've been very blessed to go from little or nothing to have something. But now it's not about going to Congress for the money. I'm not going for the prestige. I'm going, I made up this little phrase, but I'm going to retrieve the honey from the hive and give it back to America because the sweetness of what this country represents for all of us, if we choose to rise above our circumstances, we can get back what was lost to make this country the greatest country in the world. I don't mind people coming in, but come through the front door, close the borders, and control what we've got. You, I'm, I'm benevolent. I help my fellow man at a drop of a dime. But once I teach you how to, to fish or I teach you how to sow and how to, to, to plow a field and, and plant, do it. Don't expect me to keep doing it for you. If I tell you the door is open for education, it's there. You have to. I worked, God knows how many hours, late hours, to get those that undergraduate degree and two master's degrees to get all the training I got in the military to be accepted in corporate America and then go and teach. My life is not going to be over until God calls me home. I think everybody needs to wake up and think that way. We can make America greater than it's ever been. We all need to just focus on what we can control. Stop saying you can't. Take the apostrophe of the T out of your life, and you can if you choose. And that's what I hope my message will resonate with everyone who I meet on the street when I knock on the doors and ask them, are they registered to vote? Get registered, because if you're not, if you're nonpartisan, you can't vote in the August 23rd election. So be part of the winning solution. The way to win is to be in it as a team. One nation under God, e pluribus unium, means out of many, one. We're one nation. I'm U.S. of America. God bless America. Thank you, Roger, for giving me an opportunity to come on your, your program. Colonel Calvin Winbish, thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing your inspirational message and best of best wishes in the campaign. And I'm sure we'll see each other uh, you know, along the campaign trail. I certainly hope so. And I look forward to coming back on air again. And again, everyone, please go to Vote Cal. 2022.org. That's V-O-T-E-C-A-L 2022.org. And remember Cal, because when we started this, the C stands for Christian, Conservative, Constitutionalist, and I'm a, a common sense. The A is for America first and for my constituents. And the L is I'm loyal to that flag and to those who elect me to go and represent them. I'm a man of my word. Integrity counts. God bless you all. Thank you. Friends, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back on The Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back. Good to have you here for The Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, back to the studio, here's Roger Franklin Williams. Welcome back to The Roger Franklin Williams Show. Friends, it's great to be with you today. I hope you're enjoying the program. Of course, as we said before, we're getting heavily into campaign season now for the crucial 2020 elections. I would say these are some of the most eagerly 
anticipated elections of my lifetime, literally, I would say probably actually the most, um, and for good reasons, which we all know. And it's great to be able to share some outstanding candidates with you on the program today. Speaking of outstanding candidates, in just a moment, we're going to go to Bonnie Jackson. She's a candidate for the Florida House of Representatives in an area that covers Winter Park, Maitland, parts of Orlando. Of course, before we go to Bonnie Jackson, I want to let you remind you that the Roger Franklin Williams Show is presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. And Christner's is where you'll find generous cuts of beef and cold water Australian lobster served in an atmosphere of old school elegance and sophistication. They're located, conveniently located, 729 Lee Road, just two blocks west of I-4. Also want to give you a heads up. You're going to be hearing a lot more about this on our station later this month, but it's time for the annual and now legendary disposal sale at Thompson Jewelers at our friend Thompson Jewelers, where once every year, the last two weeks in June, Thompson Jewelers puts virtually everything in the store on sale and not only on sale, but at dramatically reduced prices. So I would encourage you now is a great time to get over and visit Derek, Mr. Thompson, all the great people, Luann, all the great people at Thompson Jewelers. And of course, they have two locations, one in Orlando's original mall, the Colonial Plaza on Highway 50 and Bumby and Kissimmee St. Cloud on Highway 192, literally on the Kissimmee-St. Cloud border in the Hobby Lobby right uh, Plaza. That's Thompson Jewelers. Now let's go to Bonnie Jackson, candidate for the Florida House of Representatives. And Bonnie, it's great to have you joining us. Well, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. You know, we're Facebook friends, and I really uh, appreciate the post uh, th- that you put on your Facebook page, especially uh, in recent um, weeks. And actually, I've shared a a couple of those myself. So um, it's great to speak to another, uh, you know, patriotic American here on, on our program who's seeking office. Now, why don't you just tell us briefly about why you've chosen to serve in, the, you know, to seek to serve in the Florida House of Representatives and just a little bit about the dynamics of the position, the geo, ge, geography, if you will, so that our listeners will know exactly where you're talking about. Well, sure. I, I, um, you know, running for office is a really tough decision. It took a lot of prayer and deliberation. Um, it involves, you know, your your whole family. It's a huge commitment away from your job. And, um, you know, the, the last two and a half years dealing with COVID, just, you know, tearing everyone's world apart uh, was just unacceptable to me. So I felt compelled. Um, and then, of course, you see what's going on in the school system. I, My husband and I have raised three children in Orange County. And um, I, I can't even imagine my kids being in a public school right now. I mean, they're they're in college, so they're still dealing with some of the the woke um, uh, stuff that goes on, even at that level. But at least they're older and and have a little bit more ability uh, and maturity to deal with those types of pressures. But young kids are, you know, they they're. You know, the parental rights are just completely being undermined. Uh, children are being indoctrinated. And I just couldn't sit by. You know, as an attorney, I was considered essential, uh, which why is my job any more essential than anybody else's job? Everybody has to make a living and put food on the table. Um, you know, and I, I felt for those folks who had invested in a property and had renters, and the renters, you know, they needed some relief, but the government said they didn't have to pay. And so the people who had to pay the mortgage on the property they've invested in had no income, and and so it was just everyone was hurting everywhere because the government is just way too involved in our daily lives, and and that's why I'm running. No, I really commend you, and um, you know, and I'll just add briefly. Yeah, you know, it's really been chilling what's happened the last two years, at least, and and literally continues to happen every day. Uh, new manifestations of. Uh, yeah, for lack of a better word, tyranny and government infringing upon citizen rights dramatically. Um, we see mm-hmm. uh, examples of it every day, plus uh, cultural rot um, as well. And, um, yeah. you know, I really appreciate you being inspired to do the hard work of, of being a candidate and making that sacrifice and, 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 and putting your, your voice uh, into the arena. Uh, it's great to have well, you join, join us today. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. And, and to follow up also, I'm, I'm running for District 42, it includes uh, Orlando primarily, but also Belle Isle, uh, 
most of Maitland, Winter Park, and I think a little bit also of Eatonville. So it's a very long, narrow district. It's all in Orange County. It's certainly not all of Orange County, but it's all of in Orange County. And so I've got I've got some territory to cover there. <laughs> and I'd like to ask uh, specifically about uh, you know the political nuts and bolts of your specific district because you know if I'm not if I understand correctly you know there's a, a, a left wing Democrat in there now I I literally can't you know I, you know um, pronounce her name that that's my that's, that's my problem not her problem but but you know there's there's mm-hmm. a and I would say a, a leftist Democrat incumbent who's been in there for a while um, if I understand is, is the incumbent there now. Um, why why have you chosen to you know to to you know take on such a tough tough nut if you will? And... Well, I live in Winter Park. Um, my husband and I purchased a home there for a family in 2004. Before that, we lived in Maitland, but pretty much the same neighborhood. And uh, I'm the only candidate running in House District 42 that owns property in House District 42. And um, I along with everybody else in Winter Park, was redistricted into House District 42. That was not my district uh, before. So it became my district, and the person who occupies uh, what is the former House District 47, which will now be House District 42, is named Anna Escamani. And I would be unable to sleep at night being represented by such a left-wing... It's not that... It's not even so much that she's a Democrat. It's that she is a far, far left radical extremist Democrat to the point of, I think, bordering on socialist. I don't think she would consider being called a socialist an insult. Um, I think she's the Bernie Sanders type wing of the Democrat Party. And we can't have that. (laughs) If I live in House District 42, I'm going to fight that every step of the way. No. I would like, speaking of, of Facebook, one of the things that you posted recently I'd like to have you share with our listeners is a suggestion uh, to, I guess, the city of Winter Park, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that in the month of May, it would be, uh, you know, a good idea to, uh, you, know, you know, you know, Winter Park, like various other communities do, uh, put up flags from time to time, you're representing certain seasonal, um, you know, events. And you have mm-hmm. suggested that May would be a great time to put up uh, flags uh, honoring, um, you know, our military veterans, especially in honor of Memorial Day, which, of course, honors those who, who died uh, fighting for our freedom and security. Can, can you share with our listeners a little bit about about that initiative? Yeah, uh, definitely. So um, just to back up for a second, last year was the first year that in the month of June, uh, Winter Park decided to erect these uh Winter Park Pride Project Banners, which has the Winter Park, you know, peacock, sort of their branding, with the, you know, rainbow colors. Um, And this was an initiative started by a radical activist uh, who works at Rollins College, who happens to be homosexual, and he started a 501c3 to promote LGBTQ initiatives and to pass out free rainbow flags. The decision to allow those flags to go up along Park Avenue and Orange Avenue, including outside my church at St. Margaret Mary Catholic Church, uh, was not consistent with the, the policy in place. The policy in place to allow banners to go up has to do with an event. This was not an actual event. Um, you know, Christmas is a national holiday. Memorial Day is a national holiday. Um, you know, being proud of your sexuality is not a national holiday, and to me it's forcing a sort of commercial speech, which I think is unconstitutional. So I raised this, when when the flags went up again, I raised this issue uh, on social media, and it got some traction and a lot of hate, of course, and next month the city commission is actually going to take this issue up. But my counterproposal to not having a private project up along city property was to do something that everybody could get behind that doesn't cause controversy, and that is to honor our fallen service members who have given us the right to free speech. And what a beautiful way to do that. And the more I thought about it, I thought, you know what, it shouldn't just be May. It should also be June and July because May is, you know, uh, Memorial Day. 
where we honor those who have died. And then in June, we have D-Day, and we have Flag Day. In July, we have the 4th of July. And it's the summertime when people are, you know, are out of school, they're with their families, there's a little more time maybe for a little vacation. And that, that would be a wonderful message. It would be a patriotic message. And then even a step further, and this wasn't my idea, I'm co-opting it, somebody else's genius in another state, where if you have a family, if you live in Winter Park, because this is the city of Winter Park, and you have a family member, wherever they may be, who has served in the military and passed away, you create the flag and you give it to the city and you can put it up on one of these posts. So there could be, you know, a sergeant major so-and-so or lieutenant colonel so-and-so. And so each one would have a different family-created flag, you know, have to be uniform dimensions and colors or whatever. But it would be such an incredible gift to that family, to that service member, and to our community to really, truly honor those national holidays in a meaningful way. No, that's a wonderful idea, and I really appreciate you sharing it with, with our listeners. And I, I appreciate you taking the stand that you've taken and that we could do a whole show on, you know, some of the details <laughs> of that. And, you know, so some comments I would like to make, but uh, right now uh, we don't quite have time on this show, but I really appreciate you joining us, even if it was just for a, a few minutes. And we look forward to having you back again uh, soon. Well, you're very kind. I appreciate it. I brand myself the parental rights and the family values candidate. Um, and my website is www.jacksonforflorida.com. My name's Bonnie Jackson. I'm running for Florida House District 42, and I'm very grateful for you letting me on your show. We enjoyed having you, and, and best wishes. Thank you, and to you. Bye-bye. Well, friends, I want to appreciate you, appreciate you joining us today. Hope you've enjoyed the program with three outstanding candidates. Hope you have a, a wonderful day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.